Hey friends, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Wednesday, the 18th of May. And today we're gonna tackle a topic that I talk about quite a bit here, and that is the fight for medical freedom. Stick around. I think you're gonna be encouraged. All right, you guys, I am excited to tell you that I am headed to Lansing, Michigan for the Michigan Homeschool Conference. I will be there. I will be there this weekend. So Friday and Saturday, come on out and see me. I'll link back to how you can do that in the show notes. Also want to let you know that we've got a study that is right pretty darn close to the middle of the uh, of the month right now. With that at MomStrong International, so you guys can check that out as well. I want to remind you that this podcast is now on video. You can catch us on YouTube, that is when they're not taking us down, and you can always find us at Rumble. All right, you guys, I've got an incredible show for you today. You know how passionately I feel about the issue of medical freedom, and recently I was introduced uh, to a gentleman named Brian Festa. He's a civil rights attorney who, along with his business partner, uh, Don Jolly, who is a Navy veteran and former pharmaceutical industry insider, founded a nonprofit organization called We the Patriots, and their goal is to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. Right now, they are highlighting the case of a woman named Jenna Campo, whose 17-year-old daughter is being denied a kidney transplant. Why? Because she's refusing to get the COVID and flu shots. You guys, this is a tragedy, and we need to be able to spotlight these things Uh, What's happening in the United States right now is absolutely unreal to someone like me who's lived here my entire life. This should never happen in the United States. And by the grace of God, we're going to bring an end to it pretty soon. But in the meantime, we are in the fight of our lives. So I have asked Brian and Jenna to join me on the show today, and they are here. Welcome, you guys. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us on. You're welcome. So, Brian, I want to start with you. Uh, This issue, obviously, near and dear to your heart. This is a personal issue for you. These are a personal fight. You had a son, as I understand it, who had a reaction to a flu vaccine. Is that correct? Yes, Heidi. Um, It was going on nine years ago now that my son uh, had the flu shot uh, when he was just about a little over a year old and suffered a very severe adverse reaction. And um, Subsequent to that, uh, severe digestive issues, neurological issues, um, immunological issues, which were confirmed by his immunologist to be uh, related, most likely, in all likelihood, related to the flu shot, because there is uh, evidence, there is scientific evidence that uh, the flu shot is very dangerous, especially for the immune system. There's recent studies that just came out about uh, the suppression of T-cell immunity with the flu shot. And you have to be just really, really careful. I don't give medical advice. I'm not a doctor. I'm a lawyer. But still, just be careful. Do your research. Become informed because the doctors sure as heck aren't going to inform you most of the time. Um, and and there's other reasons to be concerned, too. And Jenna's going to talk about that. You know, a lot of people have very sincere religious objections. Um, I have religious objections. Um, Jenna does as well, and that's the basis of her case. It's just um, horrible to think that we live in an age where someone's personal medical decisions, their personal health decisions, uh, their personal religious decisions are going to be used against them, uh, used as a way to discriminate against them. You know, we, we live in a society where we're constantly getting the buzzwords, right, of diversity, equity, inclusion. Um, we hear that all day long, every day, the mainstream media. And it's just 
so ridiculous. This is the height of hypocrisy that the same people that are constantly talking about those things will discriminate, will deny life-saving treatment to a child simply based on her religious beliefs. It's, it's criminal, really. Well, let's be let's be honest about it. The the buzzwords diversity, equity, inclusion are really only applying to a very small minority of people who in many, many cases are really truly suffering from mental illness and delusion. We see this all over the country right now. I've been talking about it for a long time. People losing their jobs because they don't want to uh, engage in this DEI training. It's all over our schools right now. The country's on its head. The country is absolutely on its head. And you guys are seeing me wear my shirt. Uh, for those of you who are just watching today, unfortunately, I wore the wrong shirt to the studio today because you can only see the top part of my shirt, which says women's rights. But if you can see the rest of it, it says women's rights begin in the womb. And here in the United States, this is a conversation that's become front and center because we want to protect human life and the dignity of life uh, from conception through natural death. And uh, when we start talking about medical freedom, this is an infringement upon the rights of Americans who should be able to choose uh, whether or not they want to get an injection. And so you guys have been at the front of this. You've been involved in many lawsuits, right, that are trying to help people gain their medical freedom. What attracted you to Jenna's case? Well, yes, we, we have lawsuits all over the country. We the Patriots USA.org. You can check us out there and see all the work we've been doing, as well as the fundraiser for Jenna's daughter. You'll see it right there. A girl urgent. It says girl denied kidney transplant uh, for refusing the shot. When, when I heard about Jenna's case, I was absolutely stunned that this was happening. Um, I had heard some murmurings about this happening to other people. I had actually been in contact with a couple people who were experiencing similar similar things as an adult. But to think, and, and not and every life is precious, but to think that you would do this to a child who has only one kidney, um, she's very ill. Uh, it, it's it's you know very apparent. She has to get dialysis um, every week on regular dialysis appointments. I think several times a week, Jenna, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's just. Um, it's horrific to think that just because she refused certain shots uh, based on her religious beliefs, that you would deny her the opportunity to have her life back, to have her health back at this age. And, and you know, 17, it's very critical. I'm going to make a point about this. Very critical to note that she's 17 because in just two months, actually two months from, I think, Sunday, it was the 15th, right? In two months, she's going to turn 18. And she will no longer be eligible for the pediatric uh, transplant list, which is high priority. Uh, she could get a transplant in a matter of months on that list, whereas on the adult list, it's a waiting time of at least three years, usually three to five years, three to six years on the adult waiting list. So it's critical, it's crucial that she get on this transplant list now. And that's why we're raising funds. We have a goal of $50,000. We've already filed a lawsuit. It was filed in federal court in the Western District of Michigan last Friday. We're not waiting, but we need funds to keep this going for her legal expenses. We haven't even raised half of that. And I've done about a dozen podcasts, major major broadcast as well as some smaller ones. We've been in print media all over the United States as well as right in Grand Rapids where this has happened. I've done two shows with Justin Barclay in, in Grand Rapids. I just did one this morning. He's got a huge following. And yet, uh, it's crickets from most of the mainstream media and the donors, uh, for some reason, have not been coming forward in this one either. I've had other cases where we've raised four times this amount 
in uh, about a quarter of the time. And they weren't uh, nearly, uh, all cases are important, but they weren't life and death like this, where someone's life is literally in the line if this doesn't get filed, if this doesn't get funded. So I'm not quite sure why people aren't responding, but Heidi, anything you can do to help get the word out, to help uh, um, Jenna's daughter would be much appreciated. Well, I got to tell you, I mean, I'll just, from my own, you know, uh, vantage point, you know, I've been running for Congress here now for a year and a half. My primary is coming up in August. There are so many issues that are besieging Americans right now, right? And I think what you're finding is people are just getting worn out. They're just getting tired. It's like, well, what's next? We can't get formula on the southern border. We're giving the, we're giving baby formula away to Ill, to illegals who are illegally coming into our country, but American mothers can't get them. I think we're hearing about people who are dying from the COVID shot. I listened this morning to Father Fauci, the high priest of the Branch Covidians, as he was uh, addressing the Congress again about why he thinks it's perfectly acceptable to lock down Americans. We're looking at the World Health Organization right now being handed the sovereignty of the United States over a potential next threat, a next pandemic. There are a lot of issues right now. And I think the American public is getting tired. I think they're starting to feel sort of worn out. And so I want to encourage people today. It's why I have you guys on here. You, you, we can't, I mean, if you were out there and people were shooting bullets at you, you would not get tired and just lay down and take a nap. You'd keep fighting and that's what we need to keep doing. Jen, I want to talk to you for just a minute. I'm sure you never imagined that you'd be in this situation. And yet here we are. You have a 17-year-old daughter. I'm assuming that if she's in dialysis, she, she has had kidney disease for some time. Tell us a little bit about her. Sure. Uh, well, we brought her home from Ukraine last summer, so not quite a year ago. And we knew ahead of time that she had some kidney issues and other health issues. Um, but because the records were so sparse, we didn't really know for sure what we were dealing with. And we were okay with that. Uh, you know, that wasn't relevant. <laughs> we knew we were bringing her home. And, um, but we, she was diagnosed with end-stage renal disease very quickly. And um, so, yes, she has been on dialysis uh, twice a week since last August. And, um, you know, the, the talk of, of transplant and getting her on the list um, started from the get-go. And, um, you know, so that's what we've been looking toward. Also, um praying and um, educating ourselves about how to, um, you know, pursue healing too, uh, any way that we possibly can and trying to be open to, um, you know, wise counsel about how to maximize her remaining kidney um, because that's important to us. And it's not something that you easily get counsel for from conventional practitioners. We've had to look outside the box. And um, I'm sure your audience is, many of them are familiar with that, that road of just having to look outside the box for real help. But anyway, that's our journey. And here we are. The medical community is very, very committed, unfortunately, to pharmaceuticals. And uh, I have had uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood and other people uh, on my show, Dr. Simone Gold from America's Frontline Doctors. Several of the frontline doctors have been on my program over the last year and a half. And we've been talking about these things. But the fact of the matter is you guys have the right as, uh, as her parents to be able to direct her medical care. And so walk us through that Um uh, actually, you know what we're going to do really quick? We're going to take a quick break because uh, I want to get this this story without being interrupted. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to find out how Jenna went uh, from point A to, hey, look, your daughter can't get a kidney. We'll be right back. 
All right, we're back. So thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. Jenna, so I want you to walk listeners through this. You know, a lot of people listening to this, tens of thousands of them actually, who cannot imagine what it, what it must be like. You went and took your daughter in and she's eligible, obviously, for a kidney. And how did they break the news to you that she can't get a kidney unless you get a COVID and flu shot? Uh, well, about two months into our routine of going to dialysis twice a week, um, we uh, were offered a flu vaccine uh, one day that they just let us know that they were going to make those available during dialysis. And um, actually, they were giving me a week's notice. Um, and uh, and I, I just said, no, thank you. Uh, and that we were actually, we had a vacation planned and we were going to be out of town the following week anyway. Um, and, uh, getting our dialysis, uh, in another location anyway. Um, and the doctor, um, then when we came back from our vacation, um, he brought it up again. And once again, I, I, I said, no, thank you. He, he actually, knowing that I had already declined it, he offered it directly right over my head during the appointment to our daughter. And, uh, and I just said, wait a minute, English is her second language. Um, Russian is her first. Um, she's a minor, so we're responsible for her care. And we've already said no. And if you're going to offer her something, uh, you need to give her the information in her native language. And um, so anyway, uh, after that, um, my comment, he said, basic, he, he said um, that this smacked of noncompliance to him and he would have to consider getting child protective services involved. And I was completely shocked because um, our oldest child is uh, 30. And years ago, I, as I've learned about different vaccines, uh, whether it, I had a religious objection or some other objection, I could say no thank you to our pediatrician. And that was the end of the conversation. And so not anymore. I got a definite wake up call. I just could not believe it. And, you know, it's gone downhill since then. Um, there's there's just no regard at all for religious freedom or otherwise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so when you so when COVID hit and they the vaccine becomes available, which is at this point, it is an experimental vaccine. And in fact, we're not even going to try to air this podcast on YouTube because they're just going to take it down. Mm-hmm. I and mean, we're not even allowed to talk about this stuff anymore. Right. So I said at one point on my show that my both my parents got the COVID vaccine. They both got COVID after it. My dad died from COVID. My mom survived basically because we took her out of the hospital. We used the protocols that the hospital wouldn't. And my mom survived and my dad didn't. Uh, fair to say that my dad had several underlying issues like many people that succumbed to COVID. If he had gotten you know, a, a bad pneumonia, it was going to take him out, which is essentially what COVID is. Right. But the point being is we, we're not allowed to tell the truth. You're not allowed to have an opinion. You're not allowed to uh, to question the narrative, which is coming down really from the the, uh, the NIH and the CDC and the government. These are government agencies forcing themselves into the lives of U.S. citizens where they have no business being. It's unconstitutional. Biden knew that when he uh, when he mandated the COVID vaccine, and in fact, he said this was unconstitutional. And yet here you guys are 
fighting for the life of your daughter who really just needs a kidney. It's not that hard in the United States. We give kidney kidney transplants. Are, my husband's uh, father was on dialysis for many, many years. Kidney, kidney transplants are run-of-the-mill surgeries in the United States right now. So the fact that they won't give this to you because you don't want to inject your daughter with, uh, with a vaccine, especially the COVID vaccine, which is completely untested, and you're and she could potentially lose her life over this. So Brian, where do they go from here? Well, uh, we go to court, and that's where we already are right now. Um, as I stated, a federal lawsuit was filed on uh, May thirteenth in the Western District of Michigan against Spectrum Health and Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Um, and what we're uh, seeking for her first and foremost is uh, immediately declaratory and injunctive relief from the court stating that this is illegal. This is a violation of both state law and title two of the civil rights act of 1964 under federal law that she's um, you cannot deny someone life-saving medical treatment on the basis of their religious belief. And then to immediately place her on the transplant list uh, and she and that she cannot be denied a transplant simply because of her vaccination status, because of her religious beliefs. And then we're seeking damages, monetary damages, compensatory damages as well. We've asked for a trial by jury. Good. Uh, so, so, so this is, uh, yeah, we're not stopping. Uh, we're, we're listen. When you mess with one of our patriots, <laughs> you're going to get it from us, um, you know, full full bore. So, um, you know, we're behind her. 100%. We're behind her daughter, 100%. That's what our organization does. When we see injustices like this, we have a slogan, uh, which uh, I, I'll say it's on our, it's in the process of being trademarked. Um, it's on our homepage right now. Uh, but our slogan here at We the Patriots USA is when you stand up to tyrants, we stand up for you. Mm, I love that. Well, that's what needs to happen. Uh, in the United States right now, for sure. I mean, we're there's so many things happening right now. That's why I keep telling these people that these the the uh, the primaries are to come, the elections of 2022. We have to change leaders in this country. We are suffering from a leadership crisis of gigantic proportions, from stem to stern in this country, from our school boards to the White House. We have people in every position of authority in this country right now who hate this country and hate freedom, frankly, because what we're living under right now is Marxism. We are definitely living under that. I've been talking about it for years here at the show, and we're watching it now actually come to fruition. Uh, Jenna, what's your next? Where do you guys, where do you go from here? What happens? Uh, are you guys going to seek, you're going to continue to seek medical care? Obviously, you're going to sue. I hope you guys sue the pants off these people. I'm not kidding. I hope when this thing is over, and it will be over by the grace of God, Brian, this thing is going to come to an end and the truth will come out and freedom will reign once more in the United States. But in the meantime, Jenna, what is it that you're hoping that, uh, the listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast will do to help your daughter? Well, I, I think that, um, I think that these last two years have woken a lot of people up, but I also think that, um, as things sort of visually calm down in public, people are forgetting, um, that there are still these mandates in settings like what we're dealing with. And, um, and so it's easy to think that, uh, you know, our situation isn't relevant to somebody else. But you know what? Our situation is the fruit of us being asleep at the switch for decades and uh, myself included. And um, so uh, I just 
I, I just beseech people to keep educating themselves and um, to, to keep praying for clarity, um, for healing for our daughter and others in the same situation. But, um, you know, let's wake up and fight. This is the time. Mm, absolutely true. Uh, Brian, in the last minute that we have here, you guys at We the Patriots are really leading in this fight on the front lines against all forms of tyranny, including what I have been calling COVID fascism. That's absolutely all that it is. And you guys need people to come and help you. I would imagine that these uh, that these battles are very expensive. Anyone who's ever been into a legal battle uh, understands it's kind of like running for Congress. Someone said to me the other day, you know, why do you need money? I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know, because ads are $25,000 a week. Maybe that's why, you know, right. people don't understand that money is necessary. Obviously, we want people to pray. That goes without saying. But you really need people to donate to the cause. How can they do that? Yeah, I mean, Jenna's very modest and, and she's a woman of faith. So prayer first, and I'm with her on that. Num number one, first and foremost, is we all need to pray. After that, please, please, please share share this news with everybody. Share the donation link. And if you can make a donation, wethepatriotsusa.org. You'll see again, there's a flyer right on the homepage for Jenna's daughter, the girl denied kidney transplant. Click on that. There's several donation options, including PayPal, Venmo, which I, you know, it is what it is, but people use it. And then we have credit card donation. And then we have a mail. We have a mailing address on there as well. So you can send a check. Anything you can do, no amount is too small, but we need to come together for her and for so many others because since this story has broken, again, I've had countless uh, people reach out to me uh, in similar situations, being denied either organ transplants or other kinds of medical treatment because they don't have the shot. So we're going to need to fund a lot of litigation. And you're right, it's expensive. It's about fifty dollars to $100,000, depending on the case, per case to file the case. So this is it, – it, it's – Extremely, and I and, and and we have lawsuits all over the country right now in building, and our goal is to have dozens and dozens and dozens more over the next year. So you can do the math. We're talking fifty to hundred thousand dollars times, you know, three dozen, four dozen lawsuits, and that's just our litigation budget. Not even our operational expenses, our staff, our education. We have a podcast. We do educational events. I mean. You add it all up, and, and it's really it's 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 a monumental. Well, this is this is going to be the fight of our lifetime, absolutely. And I appreciate what you guys are doing, uh, Brian Pesta and Jenna. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We wish all the best to you. Thank you, Heidi. God bless. Thank you so much. For more information on this case, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. Scroll down to the show notes and I will link back to how you guys can support these guys financially. As I've told you many, many times, it is time for you to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. Your freedom is at stake. You guys are hearing stories just like this every week here at the podcast, and we hope that you will engage. For more information, again, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. Scroll down and we will link back to how you can support uh, this incredible cause in the show notes today. Thank you guys for listening so much. We appreciate it. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture.